G'day legends and welcome to Your Life of Impact, where we connect with world-class athletes and coaches, health experts and enthusiasts, inspiring entrepreneurs and community leaders, all to teach you how to tap into your inner excellence. I'm your host, Brett Robbo, and I'm extremely grateful you're joining us today on Your Impactful Journey. G'day legendary listeners, I trust that you are thriving. Regardless of what challenges you're experiencing mentally, emotionally, physically, relationally, financially, spiritually, however it might be, you can still choose to have a bit of a thriving mindset, a bit of a gratitude mindset, find the optimism amongst all the challenges. Thriving doesn't mean things are perfect. Thriving means that we are focusing on our genuine best versions of ourselves in all areas and staying disciplined to the process. And that discipline is what this episode is about today because someone asked me recently, where does self-discipline come from? And they asked me this because they'd found themselves once again lacking discipline with their nutrition, even though they knew how bad it made them feel physically, mentally, and emotionally when they were eating these shitty foods. They'd also come off the rails a little bit with their exercise routines, with their breathwork practices, and other self-care practices. So he said to me, where does self-discipline come from, Robbo, and how can I be more disciplined again? The simple answer to that is, discipline is an inside job. Discipline is the fuel of achievement. Discipline is learning and applying intentional standards to achieve meaningful results. Let me just kind of reframe that little bit again. Discipline is learning and applying intentional standards. So you have to have intention. You have to set standards of what you want to achieve and set an intention behind that of who you are and how you're going to show up. Discipline is learning and applying intentional standards to achieve meaningful results. It's a choice. Whatever it is you want to achieve, you have to identify the process goals or requirements and choose to prioritize them. For example, if you want to lose weight, you will identify that nutrition changes and regular exercise is required. You then have to choose to make the changes, stop buying the shitty foods, lock in your training schedules with a group or accountability partner and prioritize those changes. If you want to minimize stress and improve performance in your work, you'll need to learn some breathing techniques and mental reframes, plus identify what your stress triggers are and minimize your exposure to those triggers. However, here's the kicker. Self-discipline is a great tool for the tool belt, but it's not sustainable. It has this kind of hustle grind mentality and, and this energy behind it that's simply not sustainable. The piece of the puzzle that must go with self-discipline is self-acceptance. Generally, we want to be more, we want to be disciplined to move away from something, move away from the unhealthy or overweight version of ourselves that we're ashamed of, 
Be disciplined in our business or career to move away from the poor or unsuccessful version of ourselves that we hate or that we're ashamed of. If we're running away from something with a sense of shame, guilt, embarrassment, resentment, etc., that's the opposite to self-acceptance, self-love, peace. If we're running away from something with a sense of shame and guilt and embarrassment and resentment, it's the opposite to that feeling of calmness and peace and contentment. Without accepting those parts of ourselves, it's like trying to drive as fast as you can, but you've got a flat tire. You can still move forward, but not as efficiently. And eventually, you'll rip the tire off and you'll just be driving on the rim and then you won't be able to drive at all, which causes more damage and takes you more time than if you were to stop and fix the tire in the first place and then continue. High levels of self-awareness and high levels of self-acceptance, they're like you feeling that you've got the flat tire and then you pull up to change it straight away. As opposed to the denial, the resentment, the embarrassment, the shame, the guilt, that's feeling like you've got the flat tire, still keep driving forward and hope for the best, but you eventually rip the tire off, you cause more damage and it takes more time because you didn't address the issue straight away or you didn't address the root cause. You just hoped that it would go away and it didn't. Self-acceptance and self-awareness are you feeling that you've got that flat tire and then you pull up to change it, which allows you then to move forward on your trajectory way more efficiently and doesn't cost you as much time and as much energy and as much effort and as much destruction as you move forward. If you really want to be more disciplined, you have to create high levels of self-awareness and high levels of self-acceptance. And you also have to create solid boundaries and more accountability because while self-discipline is an inside job, it's reinforced by your external environment. If you want to improve your health, Hang around with people who value and prioritize their health and remember to accept that you've made some poor choices and poor decisions in the past instead of holding on to the judgment and the guilt and the resentment. If you want to excel in your business or career, spend time learning from those who have done it before you and be willing to do the boring mundane shit that's required to create the fun parts on the other side. And Remember to accept that you don't know it all and accept your flaws. Whatever it is you wish to accomplish, you cannot and will not do it without self-discipline and it won't be sustainable without self-acceptance. If you're lacking self-discipline, it doesn't mean you can't be disciplined. Have you ever heard anyone say, or maybe you've said this yourself, yeah, I'd love to do that, but I don't have the discipline. (laughs) Or this sentence in disguise would sound something like, yeah, I'd love to do that, but I can't. Whichever way it comes out or whichever way you hear it, what this really means is I haven't accepted my flaws and insecurities. If you're lacking self-discipline, it doesn't mean you can't be disciplined. It means you haven't found that inspiration and that purpose 
to attach to your visions and your desires. You don't have a powerful enough mission to drive you. And you haven't created enough self-acceptance to make your discipline sustainable. Self-discipline is a skill, and like all skills, you can develop it. Way more of it. And like with most things, momentum creates momentum. So when you find yourself more disciplined in one area of your life, you will find it easier to be more disciplined in other areas, if you choose to be. And when you accept your flaws or insecurities in one area, you'll find it easier to create self-acceptance in other areas. If you take the knowledge of what discipline is as one of the recipes for success and you choose to apply it to other areas, you will become more disciplined and therefore more successful, whatever success means to you. If there's areas of your life where you know you lack discipline, first of all, congratulations, you are human. Secondly, have you accepted your flaws and mistakes and accepted that you're human? And thirdly, how badly do you want to be better in that area? And what are you going to do about it? Discipline. Self-discipline is a skill and a choice. Choose wisely.